Tools and Technology for Law Firm Survival, Episode 80. Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit with Law podcast. I am your host, the creator of the firm differentiator 10x effect, Moshe Amsel. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Profit with Law. I am your host, Moshe Amsel, and as we continue to work through the a crisis and pandemic, uh, unfortunately, uh, things are not looking good as far as the projections and the numbers, and we haven't reached the top of the curve. And I don't want to be just regurgitating current events, but it is a scary time and it is a time of uncertainty. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know when it's going to be over. We don't know if it's going to affect us personally uh, from a loved one or ourselves, from our physical health and well-being, or if this is just something that we have to weather the storm as far as uh, staying at home and, and the financial effects of doing so. So... What we've been doing is this the 10-day live stream event to help you with dealing with, uh, with the current uh, pandemic. And if this live stream series is over uh, and this thing is far from over, which is very likely, uh, there's a good chance that I'm going to continue to go live on the Facebook page on a regular basis to provide support, uh, insight, and anything else that I can do to be of help for you. So I encourage you to go to the Profit With Law Facebook page. We'll link that up in the show notes. And make sure that you like the page and turn on notifications so you know when I go live there. You can also join our Facebook group, which is the Law Firm Growth Summit Facebook group. And in there, I always share any live broadcast I do. And uh, once in a while, we'll go and do a post specifically or exclusively for that group. So definitely encourage you to join us there as well. Now, one thing that I am going to share with you is that uh, yesterday we released um, a repurposed live stream that I did talking about the CARES Act and, uh, and outlining details. Well, more information came out today. I'm recording this on Monday uh, Tuesday, March 31st, this intro, the actual uh, live stream that we're repurposing here, the tools and technology live stream took place on Monday, March 30th. But the uh, so I, I do know that I have this additional Facebook live stream update that I did since yesterday's podcast. Well, I'm going to link that up in the show notes. Uh, definitely go and watch it. There's some good inf- new information there. Uh, and I want to keep you informed and keep you up to date. And if you have not listened to yesterday's podcast episode, episode 79, or watched my live stream on the CARES Act, you definitely want to do that. You do not want to waste another moment and you want to apply immediately for an economic injury disaster loan so that you can get advanced that $10,000 within three days 
of doing that application, or at least that's what's supposed to happen. So definitely check that out, listen to it, uh, and listen to the update on the Facebook Live I just did, which will be linked up in the show notes. Uh, We had a great conversation on Monday all around tools and technology for law firm survival. We had Jordan Ostroff, Melanie Leonard, Geet Sakalakis, Carol Williams, Ali Katz, and really covered the, the gamut of tools. And as usually happens on the, these live streams, conversation deviated away from tools and into some strategies for you. So looking forward to sharing that with you. And here you go. Here it is. Uh, it, by the way, if you, uh, before, I, <laughs> before I give it to you, if you are not joining us live on these Zoom calls where you can interact, even be brought on live with the panelists, you definitely want to do that. There's still uh, a few sessions left. So at the time you're hearing this, we're going to have three sessions remaining, and that's April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And those topics are getting new clients today, projects you've always wanted to get to, and staying healthy and performing self-care. So if those sound like topics that interest you, go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID, profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID, and definitely join us there. Uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's episode or we're going to share with you uh, the replay or the repurpose live stream of managing a cash crunch. And uh, that was a really good conversation as well, all around uh, managing your cash and knowing how to react as a business owner. So here you go. I'm going to share it with you now. Here is the, the recording from the Tools and Technology for Law Firm Survival live stream. Welcome. It is Monday. We have gone through an entire week of live streams here uh, at Profit with Law with the expert panelists. Some of our panelists today are repeat guests and uh, some are new. Um, uh, Carol is new. I don't, Melanie, I think you were on one already. Um, and uh, everyone else, Key has been on one. Uh, oh, I got Molly here as well. Let me. Uh, let me make her a co-host so she can turn her video on. Her video on. Um, and today's topic is tools and technology for a law firm survival. Now, we have another four amazing uh, live streams coming your way Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. So if you are not signed up to get the notifications, get the Zoom link, and, and know when we are live, uh, then you definitely want to do that at ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash COVID, ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash COVID, and sign up so that you have the rest of those live streams in your inbox, as well as the uh, Zoom. Uh, is everyone able to hear me? Okay, good. I just got some notification from Zoom about my speaker not working. Um, so I'm excited to jump into today's topic. I'm going to quickly run through our guest panelists and have them just do a quick intro. Guys, 15 to 30 seconds tops, just a very quick hello, this is who I am. And, uh, and then I'm going to uh, quickly share some offers from our sponsors. You can see behind me uh, who our sponsors are, GNGF, Smith AI, New Law Business Model, as well as our own Profit with Law and Law from Growth Summit Brands. And uh, I'm just going to share a little bit about some of the offers that they have for you today. Uh, right after those intros, and we're going to jump right into tools uh, and technology for um, for your business right now that's going to help you. So uh, we'll just quickly go, Melanie, you'll be up first, uh, then Jordan, then Allie, then Gee, then Molly, then Carol. Uh, you guys just bounce off one off the other, and, and I'll jump. Hey, everyone. I'm Melanie from Streamline Legal, where we help law firms get the most out of their practice management software. Thanks for having me. 
Hi, I'm Jordan Ostroff from Legalese Marketing, a holistic lawyer marketing company. Thanks for being here. Is it me? <laughs> Hi, I'm Allie Katz, founder of New Law Business Model, where we help you switch to a new law business model serving families and business owners virtually and uh, earning between three to $5,000 per estate plan on average and seven fifty to 3000 a month providing strategic business counsel services with all the support you need to do that. I think it was Gee next. Okay. Gee Sakalaki's Chicago Attorney Sync Digital Legal Marketing. Awesome. Molly, you're up. Hello, I'm Molly McGrath, and I am the founder of Hiring and Empowering Solutions, and we've been serving uh, law firms for 22 years now in regards to all staffing and hiring needs, in, re in addition to uh, consulting on all your people, process, and profit. And Carol. Hi everyone, Carol Williams with Williams Immigration. I have been running a virtual firm ever since its inceptions and love talking about all things tech. Awesome. Melanie, did you go already? I did. Thank you. Okay. And that wraps up everybody. I'm Moshe Amsel, the host of Profit with Law podcast, the Law Firm Growth Summit. And I am uh, here to gather amazing experts and bring them to you uh, so that they can share their amazing, valuable info with you. So real quick, uh, before I jump into uh, letting you know about the sponsors, at the bottom of your Zoom screen, there is a Q&A button. That Q&A button is where you want to post your questions. So if you have any specific questions that come up now or come up later, uh, you want to ask the panelists, you want to post the question there. One really important thing. I have the ability to bring you on live so that we can actually have a conversation around your question. So if you're interested in coming on live, either audio only or audio and video, please let us know at the end of your question so that we know whether to promote you and bring you up here. Smith AI is your go-to virtual reception service. They are an amazing company to uh, act as your front line for your law firm, especially now if you're working from home, people are working from home, you can forward your calls directly to them. They can take that first line of, of defense. You, you don't have to worry about whether your rece normal receptionist is at her desk, you know, if she's got kids at home or whatever it is. Uh, they also handle overflow. So if your reception is, is busy, or if you don't have a reception service, uh, they definitely are a company that can fill in for you there. They have amazing stuff that they do. They put a chatbot on your website. They'll monitor the chatbot. They'll interact with them. They'll even make outbound calls for you as part of your uh, lead flow process or client management process. Uh, so Smith AI, normally when you sign up with them, they give you some free stuff. They give you a free 20 call trial. They give you free spam blocking, free CRM integration. But today, if you sign up with the code SmithCOVID19, SmithCOVID19, they're going to give you a free first month of their starter plan, uh, which is going to include an additional 20 free calls. And they're going to give you a free 24-7 AI chatbot uh, with a free setup and installation. And that is, those two things, Things together is a $290 value that they're throwing in for free if you sign up using their code SmithCOVID19 uh, through our uh, live stream here. That is smith.ai. Definitely recommend checking them out. Uh, Ali Katz, who's here with us today, is uh, the owner of New Law Business Model. New Law Business Model helps 
attorneys uh, figure out how to get paid three to five thousand dollars per estate plan and seven hundred and fifty to three thousand dollars per month uh, uh, with their business clients. And if those numbers sound like something that you want for your firm, then you definitely want to join their free Facebook group. That Facebook group is the Lifestyle Lawyers Club, the Lifestyle Lawyers Club Facebook group. Uh, just request access there. They'll let you in. Once you're in, let them know that you came through the Law Firm Growth Summit COVID live stream, and they will send you a free video uh, and guide that will teach you on how to serve virtually, which is very timely for today. Uh, GNGF is a marketing company for law firms. They have a book that the owner, Mark Homer, wrote. Uh, that book is on internet marketing for law firm owners, and they're offering that book for free. All you have to do is go to gngf.com forward slash free dash book. If you want to uh, spend the time that you're home now, where you might have some extra time for reading and you want to brush up on your marketing and really get a plan of action of how you're going to harness the internet to market your law firm, you definitely want to download that book, gngf.com forward slash free dash book and uh, download it there. Lastly, uh, here at Profit With Law, we just launched a brand new product. It's a membership. It is called the Law Firm Growth Incubator. It's designed for law firms in the zero to 250K revenue range. If you're above that range and it still makes sense for you, you're certainly welcome to join, but it's really designed for the law firm owner who is wearing all the hats. You're doing your marketing. You're doing your tech you're running your business and you need support and understanding how to do it. You need help with strategies for it. Well, we are here to answer that call. Uh, Melanie Leonard, who's here on the call, Mark um, Homer from GNGF and myself have partnered together to bring to you the best mind in marketing, the best mind in tech, and the best mind in practice management. And the three of us together are going to do a weekly support call for you uh, to go through and, and uh, teach you all of the things that you need to know and, and provide all the support that you need to run your firm. And the crazy thing is, is that right now it's available for $27 a month. It's going to be a $150 a month product when we finish raising prices. But for right now, during this uh, intense time where we know that you need support and money could be an issue, we wanted to uh, invite you in at $27 a month. You can sign up at ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash incubator, ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash incubator. We'd love to see you inside the incubator membership. Um, so that being said, let's jump right into our topic. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to... Um, uh, do a quick punt here to our experts. Uh, we're going to go through and everybody's going to share one key tool or technology that you believe is uh, important for a law firm to have for their survival. Now, although today there's a lot going around about running your law firm virtually, uh, I want to leave everything on the table today. This is not specifically about working virtually, although a lot of technology we're going to introduce really does help with that. Um, but it's law firm survival. So it could be things that have nothing to do with working virtually, but really have something to do with streamlining the law firm and, and really making the law firm a success. So what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna uh, let you know uh, who, uh, I'm gonna introduce the expert and I'll let you know who's next so we can go through this uh, nice and smoothly. Carol, I'm gonna start with you and Molly, you're gonna be up on deck. Sure. So for me, I would say the most important thing that I have and that I'm utilizing in my law firm right now during this period of time is probably my MailChimp account. 
it is a great way for me to stay in touch with my clients as well as my potential clients, all my leads, so that they understand that the firm is still up and running. Um, it is business as usual. I was founded as a virtual firm. Um, a lot of them know that, but I think people are focusing on so many different things going on in their house right now. They've got kids, they've got spouses that are home, you know, maybe two spouses trying to carve out space to work in the same house and they've got to, you know, now, now everyone's homeschooling. So there's a lot going on. Um, and so it is my way, it's been really great way to keep in touch with my clients and everyone on my email list to just let them know that it's a little crazy out there, but my firm is super steady and nothing's changed for us in that respect. So I think giving them that sense of comfort has been really great. Great. I would say the awesome. number one. Uh, sorry, Molly. I'm oh. just, uh, Molly, uh, you're going to be up and Jordan, you're on deck. Okay, great. I'd say the number one tip I would give is that when you are working virtually right now that you do utilize Zoom or some type of face-to-face -face communication so you can check in with your team. I would have a morning huddle and then an afternoon huddle where you can pay attention to their energy, look at their face, see what's going on with them. There are a lot of nonverbals that um, a lot of law firms miss. And so often you can tell where a person is mentally, emotionally, energetically. So as much as you can pay, you can have face-to-face -face communication with them and really anchoring them and use it as a bookend in the morning and then in the afternoon just to pay attention where people might be floundering, they might be jammed up or stuck and paying attention to what they're not saying, but their body language is saying in addition to one thing I have a lot of my law firms doing is every Friday they are having a lunch and learn where they are bringing in some type of energetic and or coaching expert in. So on Friday, we did a business alignment with a Reiki energy healer, and it was phenomenal to find out where people had blocks or where they were stuck. And by the end of that call, everybody was back in alignment. So I would use this time right now to invest in your people in regards to managing their energy and their mindset more than their just only focusing on their productivity. Love that. Love that. And um, obviously I love the tool Zoom because I use it here for these live streams, but I've been using Zoom in my business for um, over four years now. And uh, it's absolutely critical. I run a completely virtual operation, uh, but face-to-face -face is so important. And, and I try to get um, all of my conversations to be face-to-face, -face, including talks with sponsorship, sponsorship partners um, and things like that, because I, it, it replaces or, or pseudo replaces that um, handshaking that you could do when you're face-to-face -face in person. Uh, and it's, it definitely brings a connection further than just an audio phone call. So uh, really love that. Uh, all right, Jordan, you're going to be up and Melanie will be next. All right, then I'll, I'll give Melanie a little shout out. I think she has the best named company for all of what we're talking about. So the key that I want to talk about is streamlining, not to, uh, not to steal her thunder there. Um, I want to talk about it from the concept of Zapier. Zapier makes you happier. If you don't know what it is, Zapier is a program that basically takes two other programs and links them together. So um, it might take, you know, your intakes on Trello and it might send out emails through MailChimp. It might take the Google contact on that new sheet and it might send them an automatic follow-up email, something along those lines. I think right now as business is slower, as we're talking about, you know, cutting costs and cutting expenses, 
the more you can automate things, the more you can streamline things, the more you can make sure that all of your systems talk to each other, the better you're going to come out on the other side of this. And I think Zapier is the core to all of that. Awesome, Jordan. Thank you. I love Z Zapier myself, Zapier, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Um, but uh, once you realize what that tool can do, it almost is like the world is your oyster. Um, obviously, there's still limitations as far as what the each software vendor you know creates as the webhooks, but uh, it really allows you to automate uh, a ton of processes between tools. So uh, love that you chose that tool. Melanie, you're going to be up and Ali will be next. So thank you, Jordan. The tech tool that I want to plug right now is your practice management software. I don't care which one it is, but I think of practice management software as our shared brain. So when you're trying to coordinate a lot of people working in a lot of different places, it is such a great repository for information. So we want to make sure everyone is using it consistently. We want to make sure that you're able to find the information that you need within it. You know, when you're trying to work from home and homeschool your children at the same time, you don't have 15 minutes to search through your email to find that guy's email address or phone number. And so if we're all looking at the same place and keeping everything in the same place, it makes life so much easier. So I would say now's a great time to lean into your practice management software. And if you're looking for a recommendation, I'm going to recommend Clio mainly because of their ability to work with other programs like Jordan was talking about. Um, any practice management software that works with Zapier is going to make you happier. Awesome. Love that, Melanie. And uh, I'm glad that you brought it up. Somebody had to bring up the practice management software because it's, it's the lifeblood of, of your business for sure. Uh, so we're going to go over to Allie and then Guy. Hi, everyone. So I learned a long time ago that enrolling new clients solves every problem that we have uh, because it gets us the resources that we need to get the support that we need to build the technology that we need. So um, my favorite tool is going to be whatever tools you're going to use to automate, to educate your community and then automate the intake process that you use to bring them into an enrollment with you or an engagement with you. Um, if you wanna see an example of how we've done that so that you can model it in your own practice, you can go to personalresourcemap.com and what you're going to see there is how we've used ClickFunnels to build a simple page where people can opt in and give us their name and email address. And then they get to watch a video where I'm educating them. So in that, we're using ClickFunnels, which I wish I'd had 20 years ago. It's so amazing to be able to build, uh, to educate the community and collect all the names of the people that you're educating. And then um, we uh, ran a live webinar in GoToWebinar. Um, we use that to run our live webinars. And then we uploaded that into Wistia, and you'll be able to see that right on the page at personalresourcemap.com. And then when you watch the webinar, what you'll hear is how I'm sending people to create their own personal resource map, which is the first part of any estate planning process. And we used Formstack to build that page. And we did all this, by the way, last week in one week. I do have an amazing technology partner um, in my business um, that, that helped with that. And um, uh, so I didn't do it all myself. I'm not actually that particularly techie, um, interestingly enough. 
Um, and then um, our lawyers are using um, Zoom to deliver their virtual family wealth planning sessions. And if all of that feels too overwhelming, it literally can be as simple as making the personal reach outs to people in your community, asking them how you can help them, and then getting on a one-to-one -one Zoom conversation with them to support them in whatever their next legal steps are. Awesome, Allie. Love that resource. And um, uh, what, was, what was the resource again? Just share it with me one more time. It's personal resource map. Dot com. And we and we created that because so many of our lawyers are not ready to put in place all the technology themselves. So we created kind of this mega webinar to educate. We had 1,200 people registered in just one week time. About 500 people showed up live. I helped people figure out, do they need to work with a lawyer? What can they do themselves? And of course, then those that need to work with a lawyer can go into our lawyers and take an enrollment process for their family wealth planning sessions. But those who don't then can know what they can do themselves online legally because that's so important right now. We can't serve everybody one-to-one. -one. So I want right. to filtering those out, getting them the education they need, and then serving one-to-one -one those that you can and need to. Awesome. Okay, Mimi posted that link in the comments in the chat. So she's been sharing all of these tools with you guys. Uh, so all the links are there. If you look in the chat, you will see them. Uh, we're going to go over to Guy next. So I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention Lawmatics, which I'm a product advisor to. Uh, a lot of great tips from uh, panelists. Lawmatics focuses on marketing automation and intake. Um, you know, I think in this environment, I think Carol said it, uh, I think it was reinforced, I think Ali said it, I think everybody said it in, in one form or another, get the messaging out, educate, be there for people, uh, stay in touch, support. That's what a tool like, uh, really any CRM tool. I think that the, if, you're, if you want some other options, I think uh, MailChimp does some auto marketing automation as well, but you've got, to me, the nerve center has to be some kind of CRM. It has to be some place where you're communicating, nurturing, uh, automating communications. You can uh, use something like Lawmatics to send uh, Zoom links uh, for video chat. You can automate um, firm updates. Um, but yeah, I think there's no doubt that staying in touch with people, uh, nurturing those relationships, educating, having a tool to do that is essential right now. Yeah, and I, I love that, Guy. And um, I know Melanie sitting there with, you know, promoting the, the Clio practice management software. Uh, there is a company um, that they purchased and is now branded as Clio Grow, which does uh, also your front end CRM. So whether it's Lawmatics, whether it's Clio Grow, uh, or something that's not specifically for the law industry, uh, definitely a CRM product is um, a very important tool, and I would even argue perhaps more important than the practice management uh, software. And if you're when you're first starting out, uh, you should probably invest there before you invest in a practice management application. Because if you don't have a system to make sure that leads are not falling through the cracks, and you're and you're uh, you have uh, a process to make sure that everybody who attempts to reach you, who reaches out to you, any point of contact they've made with you continues on that journey and continues to get those touch points from you. Um, that's where your business is going to be built and making customers happy is the next step. Uh, bringing them in the door and actually getting the clients is the first step. So uh, definitely 
uh, echo your uh, your choice of CRM. I don't really have much to add. I mean, uh, really, a, a bunch of great tools that were shared here. Uh, two things. That I would that I would add, and I don't know if um, Ali shared this in her process map, uh, but calendaring software. So if you do uh, consults or whether it's free or paid, uh, the software has the ability to collect the money for you too. So even if you're doing paid consults, um, you can have somebody access a calendar where you have your availability already out there and they can directly book that consult without needing to call your office, talk to somebody. Um, some people today's day and age would prefer that than to need to go through the process of picking up the phone and calling. So uh, if you're offering free consults or paid consults, having a calendar uh, application that you can uh, send them to, uh, especially if you're using you know, that lead pages on the first one, you give them an informational thing, and then at the end, the call to action is book a free consultation. The natural next step is go straight to the calendar and put their information in and just pick a time slot and book it. So that's one tool uh, that I would recommend. The other is, is project management software, um, which is uh, definitely helpful when you're by yourself, but especially once you start bringing people on to uh, coordinate the efforts between the people. Now, there is overlap between that and practice management software, and, the, and there is a question pending uh, all around that. So we're actually going to dive into that next. Um, but uh, practice... Um, Project management software allows you to make sure that projects are running on schedule, that tasks are assigned to people, that people know that it's waiting for them. You can create dependencies. Uh, so it really allows things that are not serving the clients, but just things that you need to get it done in your practice um, to, to flow and, and, to, and to get done and to make sure things are not missed. So uh, that's, those are the two tools that I would add that we may not have touched upon so far. Uh, so we do have a question. This is asked by somebody anonymous in the crowd. Uh, obviously, they don't want to be brought on. So we'll just ask the question for them. For someone who is a solo with part-time contract help, lawyers, law clerks, and a VA, how necessary really is practice management software? Seems like project management tools might be a better focus. Would appreciate your comments on that distinction, as well as project management tools that you like. So uh, what I'm going to do is there's four questions that come in. Uh, I'm going to open the floor to the panelists and just allow you to unmute yourselves. And uh, if you're stepping on each other, one of you will uh, have the grace to allow the other one to go first. Um, and let's address this question. Let's talk about specifically uh, the difference between project management tools and uh, practice management software. What is the overlap? Which one might be more important in your eyes? Um, and what are some uh, tools, project management tools specifically that you that you are familiar with, use, and are happy with. I'd love to speak to that. Um, Go for it. I would ideally, if you have a practice management software that includes some project management, that would be very helpful. Um, I truly admit that there is no pra perfect practice management software. Um, you're going to have to make sacrifices or figure out what's more important to you when picking a practice management software. But I also think that it's very easy to get distracted by the fact that, well, you know, Clio's practice, uh, Clio's task management is not as robust as an Asana or a Monday or something like that. That's fine. I'm more concerned about how you're using the tool and if you're using the tool than which tool you're using. 
pick the one that works for you. If it's easier to have it all integrated in one software, which I think there's a lot of value in, then start with your practice management software. Use the workflow, task list, whatever option they have in there. See how it goes. Are you guys actually using it? Is your team actually responding to it? And if they are, and at some point you want to upgrade and move on to something a little more robust, that's fantastic. But it seems to me like a lot of times we get distracted by the shiny object, and it really is exciting to try a new software for some people, um, me included, um, to see how it's going to work for your team. But in so doing, you may be very much distracting them from the actual production you're trying to get done. So my best advice is if you already have a practice management software, start with the tool included in there. See how it works. If it's really not working for you, yes, go find something else. But it seems to me like a lot of people are worrying about tech that they're not actually using. Yeah, and just to jump on that, um, you know, so there's that age-old adage if you can delegate to somebody and they can do it 80% as well as you, you should do it when you're the leader or the CEO. Um, to go with what Melanie said, I think it's the same for programs. If you already use a program that can do this part 80% as well as going to a totally new program, you should do it. Because especially um, for the person here who's a solo, you know, when you're bringing on those contract attorneys or when you start expanding, you're going to have to spend two, three, four times as much training, training somebody on six different programs because you wanted you know, that one feature here as opposed to using a, a Clio or another case management system that'll do enough project management to get by. And you might be cramming, you know, a, a square peg into a round hole a little bit, but it's going to be that much faster, that much easier. And you're already in the program. So you're going to use it more. Awesome. Yeah, I guess I, I would just I love that Jordan. I would also just add, you know, we've, we've gone through the, uh, being in business for like 12 years, we've gone around the block. And I just to reiterate uh, what Melanie said, uh, it's so much more behavior and uh, the people than it is the software. Um, however, I will say this, if you are, if you've never used a project management tool or a practice management tool, um, I think you would find that you're, you'd be hard pressed to work to compete with your system against some of these tools um, in my experience i mean if you've got a team so if you're especially i think the original question related to working with freelancers and outsource providers uh a lot of the project management tools and some of the practice management tools have like uh limited functionality permissions so you can add them on not at a huge additional cost but i can't imagine trying to you to really manage projects of any type uh, including legal files through email uh, or I don't even know what else people are using. You know, some people are still just using like handwritten notebooks. I mean, time tracking, task dependencies, recurring tasks, calendar integration, uh, it's just not the same thing. And so if you've never checked those out, I'm not telling you one, use one or another, but check out the difference in the features that are available because it's really come a long way. It's, it's, a, it's, it's transformative to the way that you can work, especially if you're working remotely, if you're working with outsource providers, contract providers, it's a totally different ball of wax. Yeah, yeah thank just, you. Uh, I'm sorry, who was talking, Carol? It's Carol. Go I just ahead. want to jump in. Um, I am sort of really in the, the person that asked the question, you said they were anonymous. I'm in your shoes. I'm a solo but I use a pretty robust complement of virtual folks. Um, and I would be lost if I didn't use a practice management system. 
Um, and so I agree with Melanie. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter which one you're using, but you've got to commit to using something and figuring out how that program works. It, no program is going to be perfect. I, there's zero program out there that I have tried over the years that does everything that I want it to do. But I have found over time, the most important part is that I have to understand how my per program works so that I can then bring someone else in to train them how to use it the way I want it used. Um, and also it's just, it's really important that you make sure that everyone's using it in the same manner. So you've got to make sure that you get all of your virtual folks on board to using it in the same manner because you don't want one person putting notes in one place and another person putting their notes in another place in the system. Because when you stop using that, that particular virtual person, you as the law firm owner and as the person who is responsible for everything, you need to be able to go into your system and say and see everything that's been done. And so that if you bring in the next virtual person who may work on another file that somebody else has already started, that they're not trying to figure it out. So it's really important that whatever, whatever, um, practice, whether it's practice management or whether it's project management, that you commit to using it and use it consistently and make sure that your whole team is using it very, very consistently. Because if you're not, it doesn't even matter that you have it. Trust me, because I didn't start off that way. <laughs> so I speak from very painful personal experience. Yeah. And I, I, I do want to encourage that in the beginning, if you're doing it yourself and you're not hiring somebody to do it for you, that you choose the most simple solution for you. Um, because what you're hearing everybody say is use the one that you're going to use and commit to it. Um, which means that really what you want to be looking for if you're doing it yourself is simplicity. Um, and the one that makes the most sense for you with their user interface where you can literally just pick it up and start going. Um, and then if you do have the financial resources, um, allocating financial resources now to having it done for you is a much better solution if you have the financial resources to do that. And my guess is that a, a lot of you might have financial resources that you've been saving for a rainy day or you're going to use later. Now's the time to use those to invest in getting the system set up for you that you need set up so that you can focus on the things that only you can do. Your primary job right now, ideally, is educating your community and engaging your clients and serving your clients. And eventually you can even build a team to serve your clients um, where you're focusing on educating your community and engaging your clients. That takes investment. And so if you've got money sitting back there that you've been waiting to use for a rainy day or credit available to you, now is the, it's raining. Um, but it's not raining so hard that you're gonna get washed away. It's like the perfect amount of raining and all you need to do is pull out your umbrella and, and you're gonna be just fine. Mm. You've got the thing that people need more than anything right now, and that's the legal brain, ideally the human heart, and to be able to hire people in this economy to be helping you to do what they do best so you could do best, and building those technology systems for you is the, really one of the best investments you can make, rather than you tinkering, tinkering around trying to figure out technology when you're a lawyer. You be a lawyer, you let people who do technology do the technology and go out and serve your community and as much as you possibly can. Yeah, I'd like to hop on that too. I agree with a lot that everyone has said in regards to the 80-20 rule, if you will. 
Um, number one, I'd say is find someone on your team that maybe leads with a high implementer on the Colby assessment if you're using that assessment and uh, enroll your team into what you want to use and, and have somebody lead that if you don't have the resources to invest in outside a technology company to help you with the implementation. Make it easy on yourself. Go to your listservs, go to your groups in your bar associations specific to your state. Ask what other people are using. And I would say what works really well for our members is, is locking arms and using the platform that a lot of your colleagues use. That way, if you get jammed up and you get stuck, it's easier to pick up the phone sometimes because a lot of times your KPIs, your reports, the variables that you're using are very, very similar, especially if you're in the same area of law and delegate it as much as you can. Ideally, as somebody on your firm, I had a firm that signed up for Clio Grow on Friday morning and they're up and running by the end of the day because the client service coordinator had time to invest in it. So less is more, make it easy, pick your base level of what you want to um, start tracking, measuring from practice management to time management, all that, and start there. Start with your basics and then you can expand and grow into Allie's point as well. And I think someone else said it, people respect what you inspect. So even hopping on a Zoom every day and looking at the way people add, added notes, just doing spot check and quality control in real time, invest 10 minutes of it and just have somebody whoever's leading the project just check in on it because it's easier to catch it today versus a month down the road. Awesome. Love that. I love everything that everybody shared. Uh, the only thing that I think that wasn't touched upon that I'd like to add is when is the right time to implement an application like this? And I know Melanie uh, Leonard was posting in there, spreadsheets, stop using spreadsheets. Well, when spreadsheets are working for you and you're not dropping the ball at any step of the way, it's appropriate. Don't overcomplicate it at the beginning when you need to focus on just bringing in new clients and serving those clients. But the moment that the ball starts getting dropped, the moment that you miss something, you miss a deadline, somebody doesn't do something that they were supposed to do, that is your indicator that you've outgrown spreadsheets or whatever system you've been using. And now you need to up-level and upgrade. The other thing that I would share is, is that looking at all the various tools can be overwhelming. Um, and you can end up in what I like to call analysis paralysis and never do anything with it. So you have to just choose something and go with it. Understand that every tool out there will do a, a, a decent job at what it's intended to do. So it's this bell and whistle and this bell and whistle is really what's keeping you on the fence. Just make a choice on the one that seems the best, however you decide to choose that, whether it's all my friends are using this or the reviews are great or it feels and looks good when I look at it or the price is right. But just make a choice and move forward. You can always switch platforms later if it doesn't do exactly what you need it to do. But for right now, just make a decision and move forward. Um, and that's, uh, that's what I have to share with that. Now, we do have some additional questions. Before I jump into those, I just want to remind anybody who's watching this not on the Zoom call, uh, that means you have not registered for these live streams. So if you want to be on the Zoom call and you want to uh, know what the dial-in is and you want to be notified and reminded when they're happening, because we have four more amazing topics this week, uh, you want to go to ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash COVID, ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash COVID to sign up. 
Uh, tomorrow, we're talking about managing a cash crunch. And this is a really hot topic, especially since this $2 trillion um, uh, a CARE Act bill happened on Friday. Uh, we have um, on that call tomorrow, we have Boris Musheyev, who's a CPA, and his firm uh, is actually doing applications for these loans for law firms. Uh, he, he's going to share with us the details of that. Um, I also might do an emergency podcast episode and live stream it tonight. Uh, on Friday night, I went through and I, uh, with a fine tooth comb, the 247 page bill, and I know it um, forwards and backwards. Uh, and I would love to share that with you. It's simply a matter of figuring out if I actually can free myself from the kids long enough to make that happen. So I'm definitely hoping to do that. But tomorrow, managing a cash crunch, it's going to be a hot topic. And we have amazing guests on there. Allie's going to be on there. We have Mike Whalen. Tom Sylvester, who's not in the legal space, but he is a entrepreneur who owns more, uh, three businesses and um, it definitely can speak on the, on the subject. Uh, we have Boris and we also have Ken Hardison. After that, we have getting new clients today. If you are trying to figure out how am I going to get clients today when the economy is in, in the tank and, and people don't know what's happening uh, the next day, uh, you definitely want to show up for that one. And then we've got projects you've always wanted to get to. Uh, if you have time on your hands, uh, what, what should you tackle? Uh, and then finally, staying healthy and performing self-care, making sure that you are in a, good, in a good space to move forward is really important. So great topics coming up. And I invite you to join us, profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID, uh, to make sure that you don't miss any of these amazing topics. So we have some questions from the audience, and uh, what I'm going to do is go to uh, the question. Uh, somebody asked if they're a user of Clio, are there any must-have zaps, or differently, are, the two, are there two or three must-have zaps? Now, uh, it was an, an anonymous question. I would have loved if we can bring this person on live, because then we can ask specifically about their, their, their firm um, and what they're doing to be able to answer this better, because uh, every law firm is different. Every practice area is different. But I will go to Melanie first and then see if anybody else wants to jump in. Melanie, what are you finding as some of the most common um, connections with Zapier using Clio that people are, are tending to want to uh, implement? Yeah, and I'll answer the question a little more broadly because I think that there are other practice management software that works with Zapier, um, including Practice Panther and a couple others. So the first thing I always recommend when you're using Zapier, go in and connect it to all of the programs that you use. Because whether it's Gmail or Calendly or Acuity or whatever software you're using, once you log that into your account, Zapier will actually suggest zaps for you. And it's a great way to start looking and getting your brain thinking about what might be helpful for you. So first of all, log into all your apps through Zapier so that it can start making those suggestions for you. Second of all, I'd say look at whatever you have that does not directly integrate with Clio or your practice management software. Um, start looking at those in particular because there's that's a great way to start sharing information. So for example, a really common one that I enjoy is um, I use Ring Central for phones and it does not integrate with Clio natively. And so we go ahead and use a zap to create automated uh, phone logs in Clio. And that's really helpful for our staff to be able to see that data as well. So um, yeah, whatever your phone system is, if you do texting, whatever that is, to be able to create a log of that in your practice management software can be really helpful for your team. 
Awesome, Melanie. Anybody else want to uh, add what they're doing? Uh, any key zaps that you're finding uh, is, is similar from client to client or maybe uh, crucial for your law practice? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. I brought up the, the zap here at the beginning. Um, the first answer that I have for your question is I would flip it the exact opposite way. I would say, what are the things that I wish were happening automatically? And then try to figure out how to get those into zaps. Um, the only one that I completely never thought of that has turned out to be the most helpful thing for me randomly was I have it set up. So anytime somebody goes into practice Panther or Lawmatics, Zapier copies them over to Google contacts. And so that way, if I need to call anybody from my phone through our voice app, through our VoIP app, I've got all their contact info right in my contacts there through Google contacts, as opposed to having to go into the other program to come back. That was the one that just blew me away that I never thought of until I think Zapier recommended it to me. Yeah, and from uh, Carol, I see that you unmuted. Go ahead. Yeah, the other thing I was going to say about using um, Zapier, whether you're using Clio or, a diff or any other practice program, I use Practice Panther, so I can't really speak to Clio specifically, is it's really kind of piggybacking what Jordan just said, which is figure out what you want to automate. So I know we all love tech. I love tech too. Um, but what I do is I sit down with a pen and paper and chart out my entire process for something, whether it's, whether it's onboarding or, or, or putting a specific case together. And then I figure out what I think is not working as quickly or as efficiently as I would like. And then I look to see whether or not there is a technology solution for that. So, sometimes it's a zap, so, sometimes it might be a piece of software, or it could just be that I'm just daydreaming and you know I've gone down some Google rabbit hole for 45 minutes during my day, being honest. But it's sometimes the best for me, the best way to figure out what technology I need is to use a pen and paper. And then that really, cause I'm very visual. So that like lays it all out for me. And so that may be another way to kind of think about where you want your automation to be and where you think it can be. And then like Melanie said, go in and, and, and connect everything that you have to Zapier because then Zapier will actually, might actually trigger a lot and, and suggest a lot of things that you have written down that you've said, hey, I, I wanna automate this. So, so that's kind of another way to think about and really be very purposeful about which zaps and what connections you wanna make to be more efficient. Awesome. Um, and I'll just share that for me, the way that I look at it is what are the major tools in my business and how do I, what am I doing that's duplicating the work between those tools? So most, most common, we talked about it already. Um, you have a CRM on the front end for your sales process. Then you have a practice management software behind it. Well, create a zap to automatically add the contact from the CRM into the practice management so that you don't need to be manually entering that data later uh, when they become a client. Um, another thing is your project management software. So if there's a project that needs to get kicked off when somebody books a consult, for example, where now there's things that have to happen behind the scenes to gather information from them to prepare for that call. Well, now you can have that project get kicked off um, and those tasks automatically assigned because somebody went and booked that consult. So uh, all of a sudden, this is now showing up in somebody's to-do list and nobody needed to touch anything. Uh, so those are some of the things that you can think about of how how you can use Zapier to uh, basically just connect these separate applications that normally would just operate independently and now they become one cohesive system for your practice. Ali, I see your hands up, so go ahead. 
I just noticed that when I hear all that you all are talking about with zaps and all these various things that I know that we use behind the scenes in my business too, I personally start to feel panicked as somebody who could never set all of that up. And I, you know, I remember when we didn't have all of these tools back in, you know, 2005 and six, and I was trying to automate my practice and I was doing a lot myself back then. And, um, I, I just, you know, wonder if we could have a conversation about, um, who really should do this themselves and who really shouldn't do this themselves. And then for those that shouldn't do them this themselves, what is the right support to be looking for? Because that's where a lot of people can get really lost in the process. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe the people that are on this, um, live stream are, the people who love tools and technology and want to do it themselves. But I just noticed myself feeling this feeling of overwhelm and being like, Oh my God, how are people actually going to really be able to do this? Which is I think why we do so much done for you and my company, but what, you know, for, I wonder if anybody else is, is feeling that and who should really be doing it themselves and how can people get the support to do it? I think that that's a great conversation for us to talk about for a few minutes because everyone here probably has an opinion about that. I do want to plug Melanie Leonard and Melanie, stop me if I'm, if I'm saying something that's not correct, but I believe Streamline Legal does this for you, right? Streamline, that's what they do. Uh, Streamline Legal is in the business of helping you implement the tech in your law firm and they will help train you on the software application that's appropriate for you. They will set it up for you. They will set up the zaps between the applications if that's appropriate for you. So if you want done for you services, you, the person that you need is right here. And Melanie will drop her stuff in the, in the chat as far as how to get in touch with her or maybe just uh, unmute, unmute yourself and share that with them. Um, but then I would like to open it up to that conversation because uh, obviously if you can't afford to make that investment today, then it is going to fall on your shoulders, or maybe you're mistaken about what it really costs and you need to further investigate that. Or, so or I'd like maybe, to... maybe really mistaken about the, the, the benefit part, because they think we come out of law school and we think, oh, I need to build my business out of my revenue. Um, and we're business owners. You're here because you're a business owner and that means you invest in your business. And there's so many resources available to you right now to invest in your business. Maybe even ones that you're not thinking about with the new, um, stimulus packages coming down the road with business credit that's available to you more so than probably anybody else. If you have a good credit score, listen, at one point in my life, I asked my mom to use her credit score to get business credit to invest in me. I made a video about it too. If you want to, if you want to watch her, watch me actually asking her because you need motivation to be able to do it or to see somebody else do it. It was terrifying, but I believed in my business that much. And I knew that I needed support and I couldn't do it alone. And that my mom, I was my mom's best investment and she did it and it's paying off for her. And of course for me as well. So I just, I want you to like be thinking outside the box of traditional lawyers who sometimes think not like business people to think like business people and hire to hire to automate your technology, but also hire to learn the right process to automate the technology. Cause I saw somebody was asking the question, you know, do I, do you recommend lowering consultation fees for virtual or telephone consultations? No, I recommend that you get a better process for pre-educating people before they get on the phone with you um, for a, virtual or telephone consultation so that they come on ready to hire you. And then maybe those can be free, although not valueless. So 
the process that you're automating is really important too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I agree to Ali's point. Um, so that's the whole reason I started this business. I am an attorney. I did have my own practice for 12 years. I did residential real estate in the Chicago area and it got to a point where I much more enjoyed the technology and everything else that I was doing, building the systems than I enjoyed my actual practicing law. So for me, the right decision was to sell my law firm and to start this business. But for plenty of attorneys out there, Ali's absolutely right. It's a mindset thing. We need to, as business owners, because that's what law firm owners are, we need to be able to keep thinking of how, what's the highest and best use of my time? Like creating a zap is probably not. If you're doing it for fun, because like Carol and Jordan, you guys, it's it's fun for you. That's awesome to keep that joy in your life, right? But if you're trying to build a business and this is now distracting from that goal, then yes, you need to outsource it. You need to give it to everybody else. We do program zaps for you and we do teach you how to do Zapier as well. So whatever your preference is. Awesome. And uh, what I want to do is I want to talk for just a minute about what Ali just shared with the, uh, the fact that you should be thinking about investing in your business, even if you don't have the money, right? So if the investment is going to be something that's going to move your business forward, it's going to move the needle for you, and it's going to make things happen faster, smoother, easier, um, and allow you to become profitable quicker, then it's very likely a good investment in your business. And the, um, I didn't want to go into the details of the stimulus bill today, but I will share this with you. There are two different programs that you can borrow money and perhaps get a, a portion of that forgiven. And the loan is 30 years, three and a quarter percent. So um, that's the disaster loan. The payroll protection loan is, is a little bit different. Uh, but in order to get the payroll protection loan, you have to get the disaster loan application in first, or at least that's the information we have today because the banks are still trying to figure out and the SBA is still trying to figure out how people are going to apply for the payroll protection loan because it's a brand new product. So what I'm doing is I'm dropping the link in for that application for the disaster loan. They are supposed to advance you $10,000 within three days of completing the application until your application can work, be worked through and get approved. I don't know if that, how they're going to manage that and, and if you're really going to see that money in three days, but the first thing you should do when you get off of this live stream is click that button and fill out that application. It will take you two hours, but it will be the best two hours that you've spent in your business this week and probably this month and maybe even this year. Uh, the loan will forgive money that's spent on payroll, money that's spent on rent, money that's spent on utilities, and money that's spent on paying down other debt that you already had in the business prior to this act being signed. So you, you, uh, I'm sure that some of those apply to you. You may not have rent. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a sole proprietor. I'm, I'm at home. Well, if you have any debt, if you borrowed on credit card, if you made purchases on a credit card, and you're carrying that balance on there, even if you pay it off normally every month, but it was charged before this act came out, that's borrowed money that you should be able to pay off your credit card with these funds and get it waived. So there is free money available to you to invest in your business right now. Don't waste another moment because it's going to be whoever comes first, that money is going to be gone. They, have, they approved uh, $300 billion. And it's a joke when you think about the quantity of small businesses out there in America, and everybody wants this and everybody falls into the category. You either had a slowdown in business, you, you were not allowed to show up to your office because of a state mandate, or 
you had a decrease in, in payroll because you had to let some people go or people had to leave because they were sick. There's all, all of those parameters allow you to fall under the umbrella of, of being uh, an appropriate borrower for this loan. Go and do that. Um, now I'm done with that. There's, <laughs> I want to do a whole separate session on it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste any more of your time on it, but I do want to go and talk about um, what, what Ali started to touch upon with, which is consultations. It, it came up as a question in the Q and a, um, and I, I think that it's very relevant to this discussion. So maybe, um, Ali, you can set the stage for that and then we can, uh, open that for discussion. Uh, but before I go to Ali real quick, I just want to share with you one last time. Our sponsors are what makes these live streams happen. I, I guarantee you, you're getting, I, I am sure that you would agree that you are getting a ton of value from these live streams, whether it's today, whether it's yesterday, whether it's tomorrow or every single one of them. And it would not have been possible to put this together to provide it to you if not for our sponsors. So the least that you can do is check them out. Um, go and, and give them a spin. Um, they're all offering something for free. Free, and there's no, there's, there's absolutely no reason that you shouldn't just say, hey, let me, let me try it. New law business model. Go join their Facebook group. Uh, the name of the group is Lifestyle Lawyers Club. Join their Facebook group. Let them know you came from here. They're going to share a free video and a guide with you on running your practice virtually. And you're going to find out that in that group, you're going to get a ton of information and value on how to bill some really decent amounts for clients when it comes to estate planning and, and serving business clients in your law practice. Smith AI, your go-to virtual reception service, they're offering a killer deal for you. It practically works out to two months free and free setup of a web chat uh, chatbot on your website. Who wouldn't want that? If you don't have a chat bot on your website right now, if people can't go to your website and actually just type in a question and send it to you and then get a response, you need Smith AI. If your phone is ringing and somebody's getting to voicemail, you need Smith AI. Uh, if your phone is ringing after hours and it's not being answered, you need Smith AI. So go check them out. SmithCOVID19 is the code. SmithCOVID19 is the code to get all this stuff for free. Definitely give them a, a spin and let and and try them out. And and they will they will enter stuff into your practice management software for you. They will talk, they will do your initial intake for you. Uh, there's no reason that you shouldn't have that outsourced to somebody, uh, which is significantly less expensive than having a full time person who is not nearly as efficient as having multiple people available to answer your call. Um, also, uh, Mark Homer from GNGF offering a free book on internet marketing for law firms. There isn't a better time than today to get your internet presence known, and he will walk you through the steps of how to do that. Go to gngf.com forward slash free dash book, gngf.com forward slash free dash book to download. I'm sorry, it's not a download. He will ship you a physical copy of his book by you putting in your information there. Finally, uh, we opened up the Law Firm Growth Incubator, a membership platform providing support for you so that you can learn how to do things yourself or um, how to outsource them. So we'll, we'll be bringing on experts um, every once in a while to, te to uh, share with you what they do and share with you how you can work with them. But in addition, we've got Melanie Leonard talking tech, we've got Mark Homer talking marketing, and we've got me talking uh, practice management, business financials. And together, we have collaborated to create an amazing resource for you. And the first 30 seats are $27 a month. You need to act quickly because there are less than 10 seats remaining of the 
those 30 and the price will be going up from there to $57 a month. So if you're, if $27 a month for the life of, the, of your membership uh, sounds like something appealing to you for this amazing resource, you don't want to waste another moment. Go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash incubator, profitwithlaw.com forward slash incubator to join us there. Oh, and by the way, our first kickoff call for that incubator is this afternoon. So if you get in today, you can still join us live this afternoon for that call. And Melanie, I'll see you there. Allie, take it away. Can you remind me what I'm taking away? <laughs> We're going to talk about briefly uh, whether to charge for consults, ah. um, do free consults, and um, how, how to navigate that, that uh, dilemma. And also you started to share some great value about preparing somebody for a consult so that they're ready to become a client. So I'd like to dive into that a little bit deeper. Great. So this is the very first thing I started teaching on back in 2006, because I think it is the most important thing in your practice, because if you can't engage clients, nothing else matters, right? If you can't get hired. And so um, I actually had to hire a consulting firm to help me with this because half the people would come in um, and not hire me. Um, and it was very demoralizing. So um, the, I'm just going to tell you the way that, that we do it. And then uh, I think that you can, you can learn from that. So um, the, for, the first piece is that uh, when somebody is calling for a free consult, you do want to talk to them for 15 minutes on the phone or train somebody to talk to them for 15 minutes on the phone. That part should be free. And having as easy access to you or your intake specialist as possible is absolutely critical. But then what you're bringing them in for is not a free initial consultation. We have to ditch the, we got confused somewhere along the road. It seemed like I was doing free initial consultations that sometimes went up to four hours before somebody would say, I have to think about it. And this is for estate planning and business services, but I think it applies to a lot of practice areas. So here I am providing all this value, all this value, they have to think about it. So some of you in response to this are doing paid consultations. But then you don't know how to get people to pay for your consultation. So what we do instead is a process where um, our thing that used to be a free initial consultation, a two-hour working meeting, is now a meeting that has a name, a purpose, and a value. So for our estate planning lawyers, it's called a family wealth planning session. For our business lawyers, it's a lift business breakthrough session. Now, somebody could pay for that session, $750, two hours to go through everything that uh, all of your family dynamics, all of your assets to look at what would happen in the event of your incapacity or death and then make decisions about how you want to do your planning. Or we give people a way to get that session for free by doing some homework ahead of time. That homework is the information that you need anyway in order to truly give value during that session and help somebody make the decision to hire you. So what you're doing when you structure it this way is that your 15-minute free consultation with you or your team member is designed to help people understand why they need not a free initial consultation with a lawyer, but an actual two-week, uh, two-week, <laughs> two-hour or one-hour, whatever is your process, um, consulting session that they would pay you for. But instead of paying you for it, they're going to invest with their time doing some homework ahead of time, thereby coming into that session prepared and ready to hire you. 
That homework should be the information that you need to gather in order to be able to actually consult them during that session so that they leave with value, but more importantly, so they leave empowered to hire you. And then in that session, you're not quoting fees. You're helping them choose among which one of your packages they want to hire you for. Okay. So if you, if you do it that way, now, if somebody wants to come in without their homework done, great. They can pay for the session, right? So if somebody doesn't want to do their pre-meeting work for the family wealth planning session, we'll do it with them in the meeting. They could pay for that time. But if they want to get it for free, then they do the homework ahead of time and they come in prepared. So, um, and Sabra, you're saying people pay for a meeting in advance via law pay. And yes, in my firm, it is a divorce discovery session. Awesome. So your divorce discovery session, if you're getting people to pay for that all day right now, great. Keep doing that. But if you're wondering, should I discount my divorce discovery sessions or give them away for free? What I want to give you as an alternative is be educating people as much as you can online right now about divorce using Facebook live, just like we're doing right here with you all. Um, what, what about divorce during COVID? Um, how do I stay in the house with my spouse that I hate during COVID, right? Some of these sorts of things that you could be educating your community on. And then you can uh, say, normally I charge X for these discovery divorce discovery sessions. But if you fill this out ahead of time and submit it to me, we also do recommend that our lawyers secure their the appointment time with a credit card, but you don't have to do that right away. Um, if you fill this out ahead of time and submit it to me, I will waive my normal consultation fee. So you're not just giving it away for free. You're still doing an exchange of value. They're putting in time up front and they're going to come in more ready to hire you. I okay. love that, Allie. Thank you for sharing <laughs> all of that detail. So the truth is that um, just to reiterate, so when somebody is putting in an effort, there's still an exchange. It's, it's not a monetary exchange, but they are purchasing your time by providing that information. So that amount of time that they need to put in to go through that effort is the actual transaction that's occurring. Uh, so you're not providing it for free. The other thing that you mentioned is discounting and, and you can, you can discount to a price that you're very, very comfortable charging. In other words, you just need to elevate what you say you normally charge and then provide a discount off of that to the price that you wanna get for that consultation. People love getting a discount. They wanna know that they're getting a deal. So you always have that option of you know, saying, hey, a consultation is normally 595 and you can get a discount of $300 to 295 and you're still charging $300 for that consultation with them. Uh, you know, if that's, and then that's just an example, whatever works for you. Um, so you definitely, and the last thing is, is that, Test, test, test. Everything is a test. So you just have to test what works for you. And um, the, way, the way that Ali said it is, if you can charge you know, for consultations and get it every time, then do it. Uh, I'm going to say it the flip side. Um, if you can provide free consultations and get the client every time, then do it. So either way, whatever works for you, the goal is to not be wasting your time. So you have to assess that and figure out if that's happening. Now, the question that was posed, and which is why I wanted to talk about this, is do you recommend lowering consultation fees for virtual or telephone conversations? And I think that that question is, is there less value in the fact that you're not meeting face-to-face? -face? And I think absolutely not. 
they're paying for your experience, your knowledge, and your knowledge isn't changing because you're talking to them on the phone versus meeting them in person. Your knowledge isn't changing because they're meeting you virtually. So I would not see any difference. As a matter of fact, I think you should charge more for virtual because you're not requiring them to drive to the office. They're not, they're not needing to tie up their time in the middle of a workday you know, and, and, and lose all of that extra time around it. There's, there's additional value for doing it virtual or over the phone as opposed to not being in, in person. Um, but definitely I would not, uh, that's my opinion, I would not lower, uh, lower the fees for that. So uh, anybody else want to uh, jump in on this topic? If not, then uh, there are a couple of other things that came up I wanna to touch on. Um, and, uh, and then we can close down the session. Yeah, Moshe, I just wanted to jump in on that for a second. Um, yeah, sure. I, also, I also think your close rate is gonna be lower than it, virtual than it is in person. It might be a very small percentage, but I think getting somebody into the office, the psychological impact of them driving to your office, going in there, seeing everything, et cetera, um, I think that puts people in a mindset to hire more. So I think you're, if you make it equal, I think it's actually going to be to your detriment. Totally. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, but there are things that you can do to try to effectuate, to offset that. So uh, one of the things that you can do is you charge for the consultation up front, but now when they're in the meeting, you apply the cost of that consultation to the bill that you're, that you're telling them it's going to cost to do the work. So if I'm selling a $5,000 estate plan and I charge $300 up front for that call, I'm going to turn around and say, look, you've already paid $300 for the call. What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to apply a credit to that 5,000 for that 300. It, was, it wasn't for it, but I'm going to give that to you. So you're getting, you're getting a discount of $300 off of that work. Um, and you can play around with that. You can double it. You can make it $600 because they paid $300 up front. Uh, but whatever it is, you can provide something that there's a, a, there's a reason for them to move forward with you. And I like to make it time-based. I like to make it on the spot. So if you make your decision right now and we, and we can move forward, uh, then I will apply the cost of this call to your engagement. Uh, I, if you don't need time to think about it, I understand it's not a problem. This is what it's going to cost. And, and that's it. So now they have a, a compelling reason to make a decision on the spot and not need to go back and think about it. And my experience has been that Often when somebody needs to think about it, they stay on the fence and just don't decide yes or no. And, and then you're chasing them. There's a lot of effort involved in chasing them to try to get a decision. So if you can provide a, a, something, a compelling reason for them to make a decision on the spot, you've saved yourself a ton of work, you've closed the deal, and you're able to move forward. So you just have to get creative on how that works or what that looks like, but definitely an incentive to make a decision on, on the fly is is something and and i understand it's often not possible because hey it's the, the kids that are meeting with you the parents have to say yes the parents are meeting with you they got to check with their kids you know there's all kinds of those those kinds of things uh but there's also stuff you could do in the pre-qualifying to find that out you can say are you the decision maker are you married do you have to check with your spouse you both have to come together uh you know are is there anybody else who you need to check with to make a decision about what you're doing with your estate plan or that's just the example obviously any practice area this would work for um so you pre-qualify whether they're the decision maker before you start the discussion and then you know that they're able to make that decision on the spot 
Yeah, I wanted to, um, again, just reiterate for those of you coming on late, that if you go to personalresourcemap.com, you'll see from the client side exactly how our lawyers, how we're, we're doing this uh, that for the lawyers or how they're doing it in their practices, where we're giving away $1,000 of legal services on that. So they, the lawyers don't have to discount anything. Um, people are now coming in to meet with them for a free family wealth planning session, normally $750, plus getting $250 towards their estate plan through our education process. So, But in order to get that, the person who's listening has to have gotten pre-educated by listening to the webinar, and then they have to submit their homework. Um, and then, of course, they have to keep their, their appointment. So by the time somebody gets to meet with the lawyer, they're really ready to go. And another thing for you all to think about is that if somebody is meeting with you, they need what you have to offer. And so the more support and incentive, you know, like you can give them to move forward, um, it's, it's not just good for you. It's actually good for them too. Because if you believe you're the best solution for them and you really are the best solution for them, then you supporting them to move forward and take the next steps is incredibly important. Um, and provides them with a tremendous amount of value if you can really provide the outcome that they're looking for. And you understand that and they know that. Awesome, thank you, Allie. Anybody else uh, have anything to add? If not, then I've got a really easy question for Jordan, I think, and maybe Guy. Um, and then, unless Guy's not here anymore, I think Guy's gone. Uh, and then we can sign off. So if you have anything to add, just unmute yourself and, and jump right in. Otherwise, I'll, I'll read this question off for Jordan. Okay, so the question that was asked is, when will Lawmatics become usable with an iPad? Now, it could be that you don't know the answer to this because you're not Lawmatics, but you are a Lawmatics advocate, so maybe you do know the answer to that question. So I'm going to assume that the question is based upon the fact that the app, like there is no app for Lawmatics. Um, I have no idea the timing on it. I know that we talked to Matt and some of the other designers, and they added the feature where you can electronically sign it um, right then and there through an iPad. And so we've done that for ourselves, but no, I mean, the website isn't terribly great on, on, on Apple products. Um, I don't know when it will be. Okay. Um, good enough. So we, uh, we're going to, we're going to shut this down. We appreciate everybody who joined us live. Those of you catching it on the replay. Once again, you want to be reminded about these. You want to get get the links for them, go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID panelists, the ones that stuck it out to the end. Thank you so much. The ones that left early, I thank you too. Um, and uh, we really appreciate everybody who's joining us for these. Stay tuned. We have a ton of great information coming your way. Uh, just go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID. Make sure you're signed up and uh, go back and watch the replay of this. It's on our Profit With Law Facebook page uh, as well. If you are registered, you will get uh, emailed a link to the replay uh, so you can go back and watch it. So if you missed any part of it, you definitely want to fill that in. We had a ton of great resources that we shared, great conversations about the tools and technologies in your law firm. We even pivoted and talked about some financial stuff. Um, and I, I really uh, just enjoyed the discussion. Uh, and the way that our uh, expert panelists have uh, showed up and, and provided all this value for you. So um, stay safe, everybody, uh, and just keep looking forward. There's so much opportunity right now uh, that you just need to look for it. You need to just bend down and pick it up. And uh, I hope that you do uh, do just that. 
serve your hearts out. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of Profit With Law. If you have enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with at least one person. Imagine how many lives we can change if we each shared this episode. Another way to share the episode is on social media. We appreciate your support and look forward to you joining us again next week.